Today with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to lead children through a study of the Bible and to grow in their understanding and love for God. We invite you to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. I'm Andy Rosemary, and I'm very happy to welcome you to a brand new singing segment for A Day with the King. Some people find it hard to memorize scripture, but there is a way that makes it easy by putting the Bible to music. Anyone of any age can learn scripture this way. So we're going to help you learn the Bible through singing it. The words which are from the King James Version of the Bible, will be seen on the screen and we invite you to learn these scripture songs with us. Before we start, let me introduce you to the others who will be helping you to sing the Bible. First is Uncle Finney, who plays the guitar and sings. Pastor James will be playing the mandolin. And Auntie Diane has the ukulele and she sings as well. And then we have Hannah and Max, who are helping us too. The first song we're going to teach you is called, And Be Ye Kind. This song is from Ephesians chapter four, verse 32, and chapter five, verse two. It reminds us that God wants us to be just like Jesus, who is always kind, tender-hearted, and forgiving. James 1 verses 17 to 20. It's called Every Good Gift. Sing it with us.
sing this happy song about God's goodness to us. It's found in Psalms 116 verses 1, 2, 4, 12, and 13. tells us in 1 John 3 that God is love. His wisdom is based on his love. Let's sing about it and ask God to help us treat others with kindness and love too. This song is found in James 3 verse 17. We will sing it through twice to help you learn it. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure 
tells us that when people die, they are asleep until Jesus comes. They know nothing. When Jesus comes back, He will bring them back to life. Let's sing Ecclesiastes 9 verses 5, 6, and 10. confident of this very thing from Philippians 1 verse 6. for joining us in singing scripture songs. Let us know how much you enjoy learning scripture this way. 
We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dwk at 3abnaustralia.org.au. Uncle Daniel will be here after this short break with our A Day with the King Bible study. So stick around for that. We'll see you next time as we memorize the Bible through song. Bye. Hi, everyone. Come and join our Bible study. Hi, everyone. I'm Uncle Daniel, and I'm very happy to welcome you to a brand new season of A Day with the King Bible Studies. We will begin these studies with another look at some of the Old Testament stories we've read before. In the second half of the season, we will look at the beginning of Jesus' life on earth. Today, I have some children here to help with our study. Sai, what will be our topic for today? God's law of life and love. Esther, would you please... Um, Pray and ask God to be with us in our study today. Dear God, thank you for creating so many wonderful things to show us how much you love us. Please help us to see you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Esther. When we look at God, we see exactly what love is like. What does God love to do? Leon, could you please read for the first part of James 1 verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. God loves to give good gifts. This tells us the first important thing about love. It doesn't take for itself. Love only ever gives to share with others. God created the whole universe so that everything could share with everything else. For example, the sun shares light and warmth. Plants share flowers and food and oxygen. And we breathe out carbon dioxide, which the plants then use to make food. All the things God has made show what God is like. That is what our torchlight for today is all about. And Nadava has our torchlight from Steps to Christ, page 10. God is love is written upon every opening bud, upon every spire of springing grass. God is love, and He wants everything He has made to return His love and share His gifts with other created beings. His law of love is taking to give, and He made everything and everyone to obey it. The Ten Commandments explain in more detail how people can obey this law. What do we show when we do obey them? Elkin, can you please read John 14 verse 15? If you love me, keep my commandments. When we follow God's law of love through the Ten Commandments, we show that we love God. What else do we show when we keep His commandments? Oyen, could you please read 1 John 2, verse 3? Now by this we know that we know Him, if we keep His commandments. If we know God and have His love in our hearts, we will be happy to obey Him, to do the things that He wants us to do. It will not be a burden to us to keep His commandments, but God doesn't force us to obey His law. Sai, can you read the middle part of Joshua 24 verse 15 for us. 
And if it seems evil to you, serve the Lord. Choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. God leaves each of us free to choose whether or not to obey Him. By giving the gift of choice, God took the risk that beings might choose not to return His love. But if He hadn't done that, He would have made a universe full of robots. We would only have obeyed Him mechanically. Because God is love, He was willing to take the risk of giving His creatures free choice. And we know the sad story. The highest and most perfect of the angels, Lucifer, became proud and selfish. Did Lucifer tell the truth or lies in heaven? Esther, could you read John 8:44 for us? You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth. Because there is no truth in him, when he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. In heaven, Lucifer told a lot of lies about God and his law. He deceived one third of the angels with his lies. They became so rebellious they couldn't stay in heaven. Lucifer became Satan, God's enemy. But God decided not to destroy Satan and his angels strayed away. Instead, God gave Satan a chance to show whether his way was really better than God's. Then God made our world. What was it like? Genesis 1.31 tells us. And Leon, can you please read that? Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. When God first made our world, it was absolutely perfect and beautiful. God made Adam and Eve, the first people, and showed them the lovely garden of Eden. He told them that they were to be stewards or caretakers of the garden. The garden belonged to God, but they could take care of it. God explained to Adam and Eve how they could obey his law of love. By trusting and loving God and doing everything he said, including taking good care of the wonderful garden, they would live there forever. Apart from their loving obedience to God, what else did he do to teach them about his first part of his law? Nadava and Elkin, could you read Genesis 2? verse 2 and 3 for us. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. By worshipping God on the seventh day Sabbath, Adam and Eve could constantly be reminded that God was their creator and that he was the one who had given them everything. By keeping the Sabbath every week, they would show that they loved God with all their hearts. By loving God that much, they would be obeying the first four commandments. What else did God do and say to show Adam and Eve his law? What do Genesis 1, 27 and 28 tell us? Oyun, could you please read those for us? So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And Psy, verse 28. 
Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, for the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds, over the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Here we see that God made the first family, Adam and Eve, as a model for all future families. God's plan was that Adam and Eve would have children and teach them to obey his law. They would then teach the law to their children, who would then teach it to their children, and so on. Eventually, people would spread out over the whole world and take care of it by obeying and following God's law. As we learned earlier, God does not force us to obey his law. He gave Adam and Eve a choice. How could Adam and Eve show that they loved God and that they were loyal to him? Well, Genesis 2, 16 and 17 tells us that. Esther, could you please read that one for us? And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that ye eat of it, you shall surely die. Adam and Eve could show they were loyal to God by not eating from only one tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It was no better than any of the other trees in the whole garden. They could freely eat the delicious fruit from all the other beautiful trees. So was that a hard test? No. 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 God could not have given them an easier test. Adam and Eve were so happy and thankful for their wonderful home. They were sure they would never disobey God. They promised to care for the beautiful world by following God's plan exactly. So remember, God's law is based on love. Love always gives. God's law of love is taking to give. The Ten Commandments explain exactly how people are to follow the law. When we obey it, we show that we love God and others. And that's what our memory verse is all about in 1 John 4, verse 16. Let's say it together. And And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Who would like to show love to God by obeying his law? Me. Me. Yes. Did you raise your hand at home? Leon, would you please ask God to help us to obey his law? Dear God, your law of love is written all through nature. We love you. Please help us to show our love by obeying your law. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for studying with us today. We hope you have learned some new things about God's wonderful law of life and love. Remember, you can find out more about God and His law by downloading this week's daily Bible study guide from our website, www.adaywiththeking.com. Look for study number 66. In our next study, we will learn why it's so important for us to keep God's law. Until then, goodbye and God bless. Bye.
listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. God bless you kids and remember to join us next week. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Harold Harker. This story is entitled, The Angel Pushes. Hebrews 1.14 says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? I was driving a remote highway in northern Canada one winter and descending some steep switchbacks. The weather had suddenly warmed the previous day, melting the snow on the road. On this day, it had dropped again to minus 20, refreezing the water on the highway and turning the switchbacks into a deadly skating rink. Sure enough, I lost control of the vehicle at one point and it started fishtailing. I tried my best to recover, but it was hopeless. The vehicle started to slide toward a drop-off that was well over a hundred feet. Oh Lord, help, I shouted. Sure I would be plunging to an icy death. The vehicle started to slide toward the other side of the road, where the drop-off was more like four feet. It turned around and slid neatly into the woods, backwards. Even though the van's nose was pointed up the road, the snow was deep and I tried in vain to get it back up out of the ditch, rocking it with one foot out the door to push and one foot on the gas did nothing. Dark was coming. Night would be very cold in those parts. It might have been a long time until someone found me. I was prepared for the cold. I am a Canadian but I was also about to miss an important speaking appointment. After trying every trick I knew to get the van back out of the ditch, I finally sat in the snow and said, Lord, I can't do it. Please, you're going to have to get me out of here. With that, the car, which was still in gear, suddenly drove up onto the road by itself and started chugging its way down the road slowly. I ran to hop in, giddy with excitement. It was so impossible. I checked the back of the van for handprints later. There were none, but I knew someone had pushed it in response to my prayer. A reflection associated with this story comes from the Acts of the Apostles page 152. To the worker for God, the record of these angel visits should bring strength and courage. Today, as verily as in the days of the apostles, heavenly messengers are passing through the length and breadth of the land, seeking to comfort the sorrowing, to protect the impenitent, to win the hearts of men to Christ. We cannot see them personally. Nevertheless, they are with us, guiding, directing and protecting.